What's going on, people? I'm Swaver, and this is Opinionated Facts Media Group Podcast, and I'm joined by only Coco Love today. The rest of our team is doing something else, being lazy. <laughs> but, but anyway, on this podcast, we talk about breaking news and current event analysis, but I always say this, we do talk about other things as well, as you will see today. And I guess I'm going to let Coco Love go first. Well, um, if you haven't heard, which I feel like you might have to be under a rock, or maybe you just don't have any student loans and you're not paying attention. <laughs> but if you haven't heard, the uh, Biden administration recently announced that they were going to uh, implement a student debt relief program, basically, or a student loan forgiveness. It's kind of been used interchangeably. But basically, um, what it was is that uh, borrowers could be forgiven for up to $20,000 in student loan debt. And of course, that's pending certain qualifications. And they were going to announce that, um, I believe, as early as October. So sometime soon, it was going to be an application put in place where you could fill it out and you would qualify, you know, if you make under a certain amount of money a a year. I think it's under 125,000, I want to say, for married couples. Um, I, I forgot what it is for single borrowers, but um, that's been kind of changed up a little bit. Now they're still planning to do the forgiveness, um, but they scaled back their il- eligibility requirements uh, for borrowers to qualify. Um, so now borrowers with privately held student loans will no longer qualify for the debt relief. So that's going to affect over 770,000 borrowers. Um, now, if those loans were consolidated prior to September 29th, so just a few days ago, then they still qualify. But before, when they first made the announcement, you could, you know, consolidate is up to whenever the application period starts or whatever. But now they're like, hey, if you didn't um, consolidate them before September 29th, they don't qualify anymore. So that cuts back on a lot of people, unfortunately. Um, Now, on the same day of this reversal, Uh, It was announced that six Republican states are suing President Biden to stop the plan uh, to offer debt relief to borrowers. So you got some you always gonna have some haters. Basically, it's what it is. (laughs) So (laughs) so the states are Missouri, Arkansas, Kansas, Nebraska and South Carolina. And there's also uh, some legal representatives from Iowa. And they are suing the Biden administration, stating that it is unlawful and that it's going to hurt loan servicers. Um, now, the Biden administration argues that the forgiveness plan is lawful because, duh, I mean, what's what's against the law about forgiving debt relief or whatever? Legal experts are doubtful that efforts to sue the administration will be successful. But if this does go to court, there could be a preliminary injunction um, placed to prevent the cancellation from occurring before the court's final ruling. So this Keep an eye on that, but eye out on that. Keep an eye out on that. Um, but as of now, the application is going to be available still sometime this month. They're going to make an announcement. So fingers crossed that we still get this loan debt relief. But yeah, what are your thoughts? Well, I'll tell you one thing. I hope they take off as much as they can because I have some student loans. And I need them things to be wiped out. Yeah. Wish it was doing more than 20, but you know. I know uh yeah they can do what they can i'll take something instead of nothing but hopefully yeah. we can get this together i'm looking forward to doing an application myself so that i can get qualified if i can and um yeah that'll help out with some relief yeah i have the um reminder set like for the meeting an email about whenever they decide to like put the application out there because i want to be the first one to submit mine need that mm. we're gonna be uh in a race <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, moving to the next thing, uh, thank you for sharing that with us, because I think a lot of people could use that. 
But uh, this is kind of like just some for me, you guys. I, I was in the line and and I was waiting on my food the other day and I just got frustrated, man. It, it was taking so long. And it's almost like, you know, you can see it's nobody really in the restaurants. And you think to yourself, like, of course, it's only going to take maybe 30 seconds for me to go around this window because nobody's there. Well, I had to do some further research so I could understand what's going on, because I feel like it's just taking entirely too long to get my food on my lunch break. So I went to Statista.com to try to figure out how long is the average wait time for getting your food. So on this chart here, it's a 2021 chart, and this is um, done by QSR. And what they do is basically just look at the, the restaurant services and how they how they perform. So I did not know this. And you can tell me if you do this or not. But Taco Bell is actually the fastest restaurant when it comes to drive through uh, orders. Did you know that? Uh, no, I wouldn't. I mean, I would have never thought that. Is it because no one's in line? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really uh, popular with Taco Bell either, but the average wait time for Taco Bell is uh, four minutes and 28 seconds. Hmm. Unbelievable. It's not the most popular. That, that's for damn sure. Because McDonald's okay. is actually the most popular and they also have the most ordered item ever in the world, which is the McDonald's French fry. So right. that's, yeah. that's interesting. But um, the next one under Taco Bell is actually KFC with an average wait time of four minutes and 32 seconds. Hardee's oh. at four minutes and 46 seconds. Dunkin' Donuts. Four minutes and 55 seconds. McDonald's at five minutes and 11 seconds. Wendy's at five minutes and 41 seconds. Burger King at five minutes and 59 seconds. Arby's at six minutes and 14 seconds. And I'm only doing two more, you guys. So just, just, just bear with me. And Starbucks, <laughs> six minutes and 49 seconds. And surprisingly enough, because I was waiting on it, Chick-fil-A is actually at the bottom of this list at nine minutes and one second. I'm shocked because Chick-fil-A to me, maybe it's because the food is so good that I don't think it's taking so long. And actually, you are absolutely right, because I did some research about why would Chick-fil-A have such a long wait time? Well, it's because a lot of people get in the line, but people people prefer Chick-fil-A because of the great customer service. And I found out this. They have some of the most accurate people taking the order. So you don't have to go back and say, hey, did you forget this or did you get that? Well, mm-hmm. they left out this or that. And that's a really big thing. And I, I actually, before I read that, I wasn't really thinking about it. But that is very important when they leave out a fork or a straw or a condiment that you want. That could be mm-hmm. a problem. So yeah. go ahead. No, I I mean, that makes sense, though. I mean, so basically what's going on here is we don't realize that it's taking so long. I mean, we you see the line, though. Mm-hmm. But no, I just I always thought because the line is so long, I'm like, man, I'd be getting out of here like really fast, especially when they had that curbside pickup, mm-hmm. like it used to be a breeze then. But um, yeah, I definitely, I'm, I'm really surprised by like all of those other restaurants. Super surprised. <laughs> and again, this is come from Statista.com. And also I'm going to go to the next thing. So we're going to talk about why. So that, that's what I really want to know. Why is it that these lines, I mean, it takes so long to get the food. So they were talking about the pandemic. When the pandemic actually came out, it was, it was they, a lot of restaurants closed down the dining area. So people had to go to the drive-thru. And so just loads and loads of people had to go to the drive-thru to order their food, but this was putting strain on the system because the restaurants, when they're designed, they're designed to take in, you know, so many in the dining room and so many around the window. So they had staffing issues, which also led to, you know, situations with uh, shortages. Mm -hmm. So when that was all going on, um, people actually started to get more comfortable with going through the line. So that that okay. that actually got to the point where more people are choosing to go through the line now than actually go in and carry out. 
So some of the other reasons they listed was convenience, obviously, and safety. I actually didn't know that that would be on there too, but safety. A lot of people feel safer in their cars than they do going inside of the um, the restaurants, I guess, because of what was going on during that time of the pandemic. Yeah. So that was interesting. But I I, I tell you one thing, they didn't do something. And <laughs> which is, which is, some of these restaurants need to come on with it. And that, that takes me to the next point. What are restaurants doing to combat these long wait times? Because obviously, you know, if you have a shorter wait time, you probably get more customers because people want to get in and get out. So some of the things that they have been doing is adding incentives for people to order online. As you can see, you know, we use mm-hmm. uh, Chick-fil-A a lot and they give oh, you yeah. incentives for ordering online and then doing the, you know, <clears throat> the pull up and then get your food in. So they're adding more lanes. Uh, that confirms what I've been seeing at these Chick-fil-A's and some of the other restaurants when they're adding, you know, a second and third lane for people to come through and order. Mm-hmm. Another thing they have been doing is adding digital menus. These are menus where instead of you somebody standing there taking your order because they were trying to cut back on the inaccuracies of people's orders, they're doing these digital uh, menus. So you can just pull up and then press in what you want. And then also, I think they have this uh, system now where they want to be able to save your order in there. And then, so they kind of like know who you are when you pull up. Mm-hmm. You can put in a certain number and it just pulls up whatever you you normally get. And they ask you, do you want the same thing? You hit yes and keep on moving. So mm-hmm. curbside pickup, as, as we know, just a, it seems like they're just doing a lot of different things to try to stay ahead of the curve to make it to, to uh, combat some of this, uh, this influx of people going through the line. But I'll tell you one yeah. thing. What I took from all the research that I that I got was I will probably just start getting really used to going to Chick-fil-A because I, mm-hmm. I will agree with you. It does seem like it's a little bit longer, especially in my area. And you can just get in and get out and enjoy your food. And and we only have 30 minutes to eat. You don't have time to be sitting there um, trying to figure out why it's taking so long. And if they leave something out, that's just a problem. So I I applaud the restaurants that are keeping up with what's going on because that's a big deal. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, or just, you know, one thing, because I I also have a 30 minute lunch break um, and on days when I work from home. Uh, you know, it while the location might not be far from the house, it's like, you know, you got to drive there, you're driving in lunchtime traffic. So all of that is just added to it or whatever. So one thing, if if for nothing else, then I like to like place my order online and just go and pick it up. So like Tropical Smoothie, you know, that they, they don't have a drive through window, but they're pretty good about that for the most part. Like once I place my order, by the time I get to the restaurant, like the food is ready. So I take advantage of that as well. And it seems like, you know, you get points and stuff by ordering in the app and, you know, ordering online and stuff like that. I wear Chick-fil-A out. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I wear them out. OK, so Chick-fil-A definitely. But just if, if it's a place that I can order ahead. Um, you know what I'm saying? And then of course they're accurate too, because that is a big thing. Cause like you said, I don't want to go back and have to ask for anything. And Chick-fil-A is really good about that for the most part, like making sure you have what you need um in your bag when you get your food or whatever. So so yeah, but no, I agree. They kind of messed me up a little bit when they took away curbside pickup though, because like that was super convenient, um, especially during the pandemic. I mean, you could just you could bypass that line and just pull up and mark on the app that you're there and <laughs> So I don't, I don't know why they took it away because that express lane that they have is not so express. Um, I'm thinking that maybe they try <laughs> to get away with the curbside because, you know, probably, you know, with staffing issues, just getting people to have to go yeah. out in the car and come back yeah. in it probably takes a lot of time. And also safety. What if one of those people get hit out there? That's a big lawsuit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And you don't want to run over Chick-fil-A workers. They already over here, like, stopping people from stealing people's cars. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he tackled that man, like. 
<laughs> yeah, that, that was strange. I mean, I, and, and, you know what? big kudos to the guy, though, man, because that took some real courage to do that. Yeah, he needs a raise for real, because that was dangerous to do. Well, you guys, I mean, I know you're probably like, what the hell? But yeah, this is, <laughs> this is all we have today, man. We usually try to do it as a team. And like I said, 50% of our team is not here, but we promise to make it up to you guys. We try to give you all some stuff that's um, information packed so that you can actually have something to walk away with when you finish listening to this podcast. But yeah, we're going we're gonna to stop it right there today. Thank you all so much. As usual, you can also follow us our description in our description. Our information will be in the description below or in the notes. Again, I am Swaver, joined by Coco Love. This is the Opinionated Facts Media Group Podcast. Until next time, you guys, peace.